Hi, this is Bobby Johnson, former football coach at Brookville High School, and you're listening to Crunch Time. Studios of WPLY in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia. This is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby. Now, I'm getting ready for the playoffs, guys. You are. I mean, I'm ready. You're in. I'm fired up. I'm in late season form. Late, late season form. <laughs> awesome. Ah, good to be here with you fine folks out there. Man, we're talking high school football. Man, do we love it. Uh, some good games last night. Uh, we're Really, we're down to the last two weeks of the regular season. Wow. So that's interesting. You know, we're still things. Playoffs are starting to come into focus. Playoffs? 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 <laughs> wow. Practice. Exactly. Um... But, uh, you know, uh, it's it's fun to see this kind of, you know, come together. And you still have some teams that are kind of on the edge, you know, which makes it interesting. I know, uh, you know, Jimmy and Mike, uh, T-Mac covered uh, Hidden Valley Blacksburg last night. And we'll do, we've got some interviews we're going to play. But I, I know that uh, Coach Weaver, when he was talking, said something about, hey, we, we're right on the edge. Yeah, it's they're already looking and seeing, you know, what scores are. He, you know, paused and said he's not sure what scores are from other games, but... Yeah, it's definitely on everybody's mind, playoff time. Absolutely. Uh, man, I tell you, we started off the week really strong. Uh, had a Thursday night game with uh, Graham beating Pulaski County 41-14. to This was a much closer game than that score. Uh, you know, Graham ran away from him a little bit at the end. But uh, Coach Aker's really doing a good job uh, uh, stepping in at Pulaski County this year, I think. he's uh, he, You know, they look like Pulaski County uh, football to me. And... Uh, you know, with a few breaks, they'd have a few more wins. But um, Graham's tough. Uh, certainly, uh, Graham's one of the teams on the radar for uh, 2A uh, state championship run. So we'll have to see how that, that works out. Um, also, man, last night, Radford over Floyd County. Yeah. And that thing came down to a two-point try. Coach Bill said, we, roll the dice. Yeah, just a few seconds left. So, it, you know... This is the time of year that you've got to pull something like that. If you want to see what you really got and what you're made of, boy, this is the time of year to do it. Well, yeah, you're going to find out what you're made of. Yeah, quick. <laughs> quick. And, uh, and, and, and both those teams found out what they were made of. We, we now know that Radford, uh, like we've known for the last few weeks, is the real deal, and we know how good Floyd County is. Yeah. You know, when Floyd County knocked off uh, Glenver earlier this year, that, I think that was sort of the... The bell ringer for us was like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Floyd County's got it together. Right. Coach Beal's a good coach. I mean, he he really is, he is. Salt, of the, salt of the earth, and and he, he gets it. He knows what to do, and and uh, I'm sure he'd like to have a win last night. But congratulations to Coach Christ. I mean, he's he's got a roller. 8-0. 8-0 yeah, no right now. Wow. Uh, EC Glass over Rustburg, 42-17. to That was another one I had my eye on. EC Glass, they're getting in that form of uh, the playoff run. Certainly stepped on the gas a little bit with over Rustburg, Salem over Cave Spring, forty-two to seven. Yeah, uh, this one, you know, again another team that that really, you know, I can't talk enough about this. 
Salem does a great job of peaking at the right time. You know, there should be a sign over when you go into Salem that all it reads is, we have a pretty good football team, too. <laughs> you know, and Don Holter written on the bottom of it. Because every year, and look, we know that they're going to be this way at the end. Right. Because we've seen it year in, year out. I don't care who the coach is, Magenbauer, Willis White, I don't care who the coach is. Salem, they just have that way of when it comes down to playoffs and championships, they show up at the end of the year. And there's a reason they show up at the end of the year. They got a pretty good football team over there in Salem. Yeah, they've got a good football team. But the interesting thing about this peaking at the right time, I've been thinking about this. You know, there's a lot of teams that are good, and you know they get into the playoffs or they run deep, but they get knocked off. And and right. you know, one thing that I've got to give credit Salem or uh, Salem credit for rather is uh, the way they um, they perform at the end of the year and into the playoffs. They 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 know the next game's next. Right. They don't let an, a game late year, early in the playoffs, kind of end their season. Sure. You know, they know they've got another one until they get to the finals, if they get to the finals. So they do a great job with that. And I think that's a learned, I think that's a something that programs learn. Right. And it's not easy. No. Because it's, it's easy to have a great year or have a great team and get really excited right. too early. You know, but one of the things I find, Carl, is talking with fans and, you know, talking with other broadcasters and things like that, rarely do I ever hear somebody go, what kind of season Salem having? <laughs> yeah. They don't ask that question. They'll yeah. ask me about, you know, Lord Botetot, what kind of season is Lord Botetot having? What kind of season is PH having? You know, how's Fleming doing? Rarely does any, because you kind of know. You know, they're there. They're always going to be there. Right. And uh, look, the mules are going to take care of business. Then all of a sudden you start getting that one or two or three player combo that just starts taking care of their business. Yeah. And next thing you know, Salem's making that deep run somewhere. And you're like, you know, man, did we miss Salem? It's like, no, Salem's just been handling their business well, every single week. Peyton Lewis looks like he's shot out of a cannon a lot of times yes. when he runs the ball. He just goes by people. And uh, so anyways, we're going to talk a little bit about that game uh, Patrick Henry over Christiansburg. This one, 37-14, I thought it would be closer. Right. But, again, finally, Patrick Henry kind of found their their – they've got all that speed. Sure. They've got all that talent. Now, Christiansburg's a very talented team. They are. And they're hard-nosed, and and they're going to get into the playoffs and, and, and do well. But Patrick Henry finally kind of looked like the team we've been expecting them to look like. Well, and this has been an up-and-down PH team. One week you see them and you're kind of like, well, that's not the team I'm expecting to see. Last night the team showed up that you're expecting to see. And it, I, I, I think they also had a, a little wake-up call the week before. They did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was not looking forward to whoever they played Cave, Cave Spring beat them yeah. the week before. Yeah. 34-28. Yeah, so, yeah, no, that I think that really shocked them to, hey, you know, we can't lay down for anybody these days. Right. We've got to come out, you know, firing all, you know, all cylinders and be successful here. And you know they've got the weapons. Oh, absolutely. The weapons are there, and you see them. And, you know, I, I find it, you know, really amazing to watch them because you don't know who's coming out as quarterback. You don't know where the ball's going half the time because they have weapons. That's right. And you, you're thinking to yourself, guys, I hate to say it, you should kind of really be undefeated right now. You feel like that in your head with the amount of weapons that you have. 
and the size that you have, you feel like you should be in a better position than what you are. There well, was that one one little team though at the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah. They were pretty good. But yeah. but you know, you're right. They they I mean, they started slow in that first game against Brookville they and did. got beat. Yeah. And they were coming on at the end, but you know, that's what I'm saying. You you've got to peak at the right time in the game and right. also in your season. Sure. If you're going to go deep, if you're right. going to go deep, you have to peak at the right time. And you don't want to peak too early. You don't want no. to get too high yep. too early because right. it's hard to regroup for the next game or the next play or whatever. Sure. And the thing that really gets me right now is you have teams that are sitting there, and you made reference to it, uh, you know, when we start looking at, like, a hidden valley that is sitting there, and now they're starting to watch points and yeah. how other teams are doing and things like that, that you're sitting here going, you know, wow, you're in this position. And it's a tough position because every week you are fighting for your life to stay alive in the you know in this you know playoffs and things like that. So right now, a lot of these it's going to be a waiting game for a lot of these teams. That's what makes it fun, though. You know, you get uh, point watchers out there, and and, um, uh, and and I like it so much better now than it was back in the old days where they just oh yeah the press just picked two teams and that's who played for the state title. That's it. They just said you, yeah, you and you different. come on right. And uh, so that 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 wasn't a fair system, but um, so I like what we've got now, and we're getting closer to that those uh, those times. Uh, another game, Stanton River over William Bird. Stanton River uh, beat them nineteen to seven. Stanton River is a team that sneaks up on people. They are, and you know they still have uh, I think Botetot to play. Right. They've got uh, William Fleming uh, this coming yep. week. Right. So we're going to find out a lot about Stanton River uh, coming up. But I mean they. They've got a they've strung a pretty good season together. Coach Leonard doing a good job over there with the Golden Eagles. Yeah, Josh Kelly had 134 yards last night, one touchdown on 20 carries. Uh that's where it all starts and finishes, you feel like. Josh Kelly is the guy over there and they're starting to utilize him quite a bit right now. Well, they they've got good size too. They do. And they're hard nosed. That that their culture is is to uh, you know, man up and, and really come after you. So uh, if they get into that type of game, they're tough to beat. Yeah, Austin Powell had 108 yards, one touchdown on nine carries last night, and Brady Barnes, 50 yards, one touchdown on eight Brady carries. Barnes is the guy. That name keeps coming out. He's played for 10 years over there. All right. I mean, he, he really has played uh, a lot in his career, and he's a hard-nosed kid and, and certainly maybe the heart and soul of that team. But uh, that Brady Barnes kid, uh, you, you got to like him if you like football. Yeah, Israel uh, Harrison last night, 80 yards, one touchdown, 10 carries for the Terriers. So, is he? Yeah. I mean, he can he can shake he and can, bake. And we've watched William Byrd, and William Byrd is starting to get better. Yeah. And you feel like they're on the upswing of things right now that you feel like maybe a year, two years from now, William Byrd may be that team you're sitting here going, wow, we really got to watch Is that his crystal ball coming crystal out? Crystal ball's I coming out it. again, yep. you know. So, I mean, but no, Terriers are looking a lot better than they were, you know, two years ago, a year ago. They're they're a team that when somebody says, hey, you know, Fleming's playing Bird tonight, Stanton River's playing Bird, you sit there and you go, well, Bird's got a chance to beat them. Yeah. And Bird and may young. beat them, and they're young. They're young right now, yeah. so so that, that bodes well for them in the That's future. It. Uh, idle this week, Glenver, William Campbell, George with all three idle. Uh, Auburn has ended, I've, I've 
I haven't confirmed this, but I believe Auburn's ended their season. They don't have enough players. Correct. Some things Too many going injuries on. and things yeah. like that that I saw come down. So, so Galax uh, was supposed to play Auburn. That that game didn't take place. But, um, but anyways, we're going to talk more about all this. We like to kind of pique your interest a little bit at the top of the show. Um, you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Let me set the studio. I don't need to set the North Star over there. You've been hearing him chatter away. Uh, really? Uh, our North Star in the, in the studio, Coach Randy. Uh, to his left. <laughs> to his left, and we're glad to have him. The one, the only, Dave, the boss, Ross. Um, you know, yeah. how you doing, Dave? I'm doing fine, doing better than I have an opportunity to be with you three outstanding individuals. I was waiting for the adjective. I wasn't sure where he was going. But or he, what it would be. Or what it would be. He's got a big smile on his face, so that's good. Uh, and then to his left, uh, next to him, Jimmy Whitaker. Jimmy Thing! Uh, for great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and New River Valley, go to crunchmvp.com. That's Jimmy's deal, and uh, he does a great job with it. You know, if he can keep uh, his other photographers in line... Uh, he he is money when it comes to photographs and and we do these cool collages, Jimmy. You do these collages. Um, people are starting to ask about them right now. Yep. They're special. It's collage season. It's collage season. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's a uh, it's where we take photos from the season. Uh, we normally pick you know ten or eleven pictures. We put a nice one in the middle and we build around it. And they're a great keepsake. And I always remember things you say that it's the kind of thing that. You know that, that that athlete will have for many years to come, forever. That's it's a great right. keepsake. Yep. And thanks to all you fine folks for listening out there. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, and we want to hear more from you. Uh, email us at crunchhssports at gmail dot com. That's crunchhssports at gmail dot com. Love to hear from you. Um, okay. In a few minutes here, <clears throat> we've got um, Radford coach Michael Christ. Uh, nice. What great timing. Yes. Big win last night. Uh, looking forward to talking to Coach Chris. Uh, we'll have him on the horn here in a, in a few minutes. Um, let's talk a little bit about college football today. Actually, um, <clears throat> we've got UVA at Georgia Tech that played last Thursday. No, this that, past Thursday. Yeah, this past, that's right. Yep. Last Thursday, 16-9, to 9, uh, UVA got the win. This coming Thursday, we've got Virginia Tech at North Carolina State. Yeah. Ooh. So we're jumping around here. Um, but today, uh, Liberty at BYU. Oh, wow. What in the world? That that right there is, and Coach Elmo, fellow Mason, he makes a reference to BYU, and he's, he tells you that it's like pre, uh, playing a semi-pro team. Yeah. Because everybody comes in, they're like 27, 28 years old, <laughs> because, you know, they've been they do on mission the trip, trip. Right. Yeah, BYU, yep. you get grown men coming in playing. So, but no, BYU likes to score a lot. Liberty's having a really good year this year. This is going to get really interesting down in Lynchburg mm. today. Yeah, three thirty yeah. game time start there. Yep. BYU's a good team. Yep, Marshall at JMU at three thirty. Also, you know, I felt last week JMU got beat last week. Yep, first I, loss, first loss of the season, and I felt like that JMU looked past mm. and was looking at this Marshall game. This is a sold out game. This is, you know, I believe it's their homecoming and things like that. So I'm like, I really felt like. JMU maybe looked past Georgia Southern last week. Can't do it, and you can't do that. They were just ranked nationally. They for were the twenty five yeah, in the country. Yeah. So wow, Georgia Southern's always tough. Yes. I mean, you know, you can't look past Georgia Southern. They just play a tough brand of football down there. Uh, Univers- 
University of Richmond at Hampton at 2 o'clock today. Good game. Uh, Georgia Southern at ODU, 3.30. ODU starting to... At the, <laughs> beginning, at the beginning of the season, you heard how good ODU was. And then they took a few losses. You know, they beat Tech, but they took a few losses. Now they're starting to get back to where you feel like ODU is supposed to be, you know, what ODU was claimed that a lot of people said, hey, this is supposed to be a good team this year. So, mm. yep. Um, our games, uh, back to high school here, our games um, last night, we, uh, Dave, the boss, Russ, and his crew was uh, at the uh, Franklin County for William Fleming at Franklin County. That'll be our game that'll be online at 3.30 today. Um, so go out there and check it out um, online at crunchhsports.com. Um, that was one of our games. Uh, and then Blacksburg at Hidden Valley. Jimmy and uh, T-Mac were covering that one. Uh, we like to spread out our coverage. And then Alta Vista at Gretna, that's the game I was at. So we're going to talk about all those games here in a little bit. Um, but let's uh, quickly, uh, before we uh, go to uh, Coach Chris on the line, let's um, let's circle the campfire here and uh, talk about what caught your eye uh, this week. Uh, Coach Randy, what, uh, what grabbed you? Tenders. What's that? Tenders. Oh, Not chicken tenders. I know, oh, what Jimmy, I I know where Jimmy was heading. Yeah. yeah. Pretenders, contenders. Ooh. And you've got those right now. Yep. You've got those teams that are out there thinking that they're something that they're not. And then you've got those teams that are out there knowing that they have something that nobody else has. And we're starting to see the contenders rise to the top. Yep. We're starting to see these teams literally show you what they're made of. And we talked about it last week some. Now's the time to make your statement. If you're going to start moving towards the playoffs, You've got to start making a statement now. We're starting to watch LB do it. We're starting to watch, you know, PH do it. You know, last night, I think that was a statement game for PH yep. last night. PH had to make a statement. Cave Spring got them two weeks ago. They had to make a statement last night. They made a statement. Uh, you're starting to watch these teams come into playoff mode. Yep. And if they don't do it now... That's where you fall into that, pre, you know, pretender kind of deal because you just, you may not, you be be sitting at home here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, guys. you're running out of time. You're running out of time. That's the right. clock is ticking. That's right. So now you have to, you know, you've got to go out here and win some ball games and make it known that you want to fight for these titles this year. Yep. Dave Ross, you were at the uh, Fleming uh, Franklin County game. Um, what stood out at that game uh, for you? Well, you know, uh, of course, Franklin County's been doing very well, but Fleming did a did a great job. It was a it was a good overall close game, but I think that's the type of game that you see where teams are fairly evenly matched, and this is what you're going to see as we head down the front because say, well, this team should beat this team and all that kind of thing. Well, when you get to this part of the season, uh, and two teams are fairly evenly matched. You know, it's anybody's ball game. Yeah. And uh, Fleming did a good job. There were, uh, Franklin County had turnovers and penalties that really hurt them. But uh, uh, Fleming did a did a, a pretty good job. Yeah. Good call out there. All right, Jimmy, what uh, what jumped out at you this week? Well, I, I, I still think, you know, and I wished I would have been able to see more and, you know, get some stats on it. But just seeing when I looked at the scores this morning, uh, the Radford 28, Floyd County 27. I just always pause and think about, you know, what the what the coach must be thinking for Floyd to go for two to win. You know, that's just 
Yeah. You know, I, I, just, I love that. I right. love to see that he took that opportunity, Coach Bills, to do that. So it was nice to, it was, it was just nice to see. And plus, having uh, seen Radford and Floyd County and Carl, you made reference to this. They were on the cover of the Roanoke Times. That's right. So it was just interesting that such a game that got that billing turned out to be just as as they hoped it would be. So yeah, you know it's interesting. Coach Bill sent a message to everybody watching, but they, he also sent sent a message to his team. Hey, we're not backing down from anybody. That that may come back and really help him as he moves forward into the playoffs because he's telling his team, "I I got you. I, I trust. Right. That, you know, we're going to give our best effort, and if we get it, we get it. If we don't." That's that's our personality, yeah. And so you got to love that, uh, Jimmy. I'm going to let you run down the scores, and then we're going to take a break and get uh, Coach Chris on the on the line. So, Jimmy, give us the scores last night. All right, here we are from Week Nine. So we had a Thursday game, which was Graham uh, 41, Pulaski County 14. Uh, there was a Saturday game, which I'll touch on, which was North Cross 28, St. Michael's uh, 20, is what I see, which that's I right. may yep. And then we had, getting into Friday night's games, we had Narrows, 48, Eastern Montgomery, 7, Bath County, 42, Craig County, 8, Grayson County, 31, Fort Chiswell, 8, Giles, 42, James River, 14, Radford, 28, Floyd County, 27, Gretna, 41, Alta Vista, 19, Allegheny County, 29, Carroll County, 6, Stanton River, 19, William Bird, 7, Lord Botetop, 48, Northside, 7, Liberty Christian Academy, 48. Liberty Bedford, 0. Heritage, 34. Jefferson Forest, 0. E.C. Glass, 42. Rustburg, 17. Brookville, 28. Amherst, 14. Salem, 42. Cave Spring, 7. Hidden Valley, 28. Blacksburg, 7. Patrick Henry, 37. Christiansburg, 14. William Fleming, 35. Franklin County, 26. And then we had North Cross, 48. Fishburn Military, 6. Central Virginia Homeschool Sports out of Richmond, 34. Smith Mountain Lake Christian Academy, 29. And then Roanoke Catholic, 44. Hargrave, 15. And there's your scores. Great job. Great job, Jimmy. Um, I, I tell you, you hear those scores, you know, you, yeah. start, to, you start to get excited because uh, uh, teams are really peaking and, and there's some good, good matchups. Um, later in the show, our Haley Toyota legendary coach uh, this week, um, is Bobby Johnson, and he's also the current Campbell County superintendent. So right. uh, it's great to see a coach uh, go on and in, into leadership in that in that role as well. But loved uh, the interview I did with him a while back, and we're going to play that for you. Um, <clears throat> let's uh, right before we go break here. Let's talk a little bit about uh, one of our one of our sponsors, Virginia Furniture Market. Yes, love those guys. Um, I'm telling you, the thing I like about them is they're big and they're local. I say it all the time. They're big. They've got a lot of selection. And they're local. They just built a new big warehouse out at Rocky Mount, uh, so they're they're ready for uh, your business. And uh, the people over there, are fantastic. Uh, they've got a store in Bedford, one in Christiansburg, and then four locations right there in the Rocky Mount area, including their flagship store. Um, but I mean, you know, the, they they just can help you get what you need and. Uh, people are so satisfied when they shop there. And then they do uh, online, right, Coach? They so, do. If you're sitting at home and you're like, wow, I just don't have time to run over to Rocky Mount or to one of the stores, all you got to do is pick up your laptop, go to your computer, vafurnituremarket.com, vafurnituremarket.com. Fall Savings Event is now going on. You can take a look at everything on their website, a lot of great furniture. And right now, 
up to 60-month special financing offer. How about that? So oh. take advantage of these deals. Right now is the best time to do it. Jimmy Whitaker's whole house is furnished by yeah, Virginia Furniture Market. Yeah, go look at their selection market. over at Jimmy's house. Yeah, if you're over there in that neighborhood, just stop by. Jimmy will oh, show you. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Coach. You know, just knock on the door. Somebody will let you in. And uh, But, no, beautiful <laughs> furniture. Jimmy's happy with everything he's gotten. You love your furniture. I've heard you we, Yep, sure do. Made yep. reference many times to the cherry bedroom suit, which Ooh. is absolutely beautiful. Look at that. So yep. now's the time to do it. VAFurnitureMarket.com is your website. Cedar Line Chest of Drawers. Look at that. Just saying. What? Stop him. Stop him. Wow, he's gone crazy. You he's, know. He's, he's on a roll. He is. But now, did you start with the website or did you go into the warehouse? Actually, I'm a go-into-the-warehouse guy. There you go. I like to yeah, look at it, feel it, see it, the whole He's bit. He's a shopper. So, yeah. He's a shopper. Yep. Yep. So, but no, but if you're not a shopper, definitely go to that. Because uh, you're person. a shopper, too. No, I'm more of a uh, probably. Trader? I'm, I am. I'm a picker. I'm you know, <laughs> a picker. Okay. I'm a picker. I'm more of a look online first and then go and buy it. But that's, but hey. It's a great option with BAFurnitureMarket.com. Yeah, and, and we love them. They're, they're a great sponsor, and they really support local sports and, and our, our youth, so we really appreciate that. All right, so um, let's, uh, let's take a break here. Uh, you're listening to Crunch Time on WPY. When we come back, we'll have uh, Radford coach Michael Chris. Hey, Roanoke, it's fall savings and trucked over here at Haley Toyota. That's right, October's truck month, and we're calling it Trucktober. Now's the time to enjoy fall savings on the Toyota truck you've always wanted. During Trucktober, reserve your Tacoma, Tundra, or one of our five different SUVs, or take delivery now of one of our in-stock Highlanders or Tundras. In addition, every pre-owned truck will be discounted. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota during our huge fall sales event. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. 
This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. I'm so excited. We've got Radford head coach Michael Christ on the line. Coach Christ, how you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing great. I tell you, uh, you got a. Did you sleep last night? I mean, that was an exciting game. It was an exciting game. It was a good high school football game. Two good teams. Uh, so, if you were a fan, you got your money's worth for sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know, on those kind of games, we always say, you know, you ought to pay to get in and pay to get out because uh, you guys definitely put on a show and uh, you, you, uh, you you jumped out to a lead and then they came back after you pretty good and then it came down to a two-point uh, two point try by them. But uh, So talk about the game. What stood out for you? I mean, since we've got you after this big win, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, your thoughts from last night's game. Well, you know, going into it, you know, Florida was one of those teams that kind of every time you put the film back on, um, you realize they were really, really good up front. And, you know, I think that showed last night uh, their box play is, is good. Um, and I think, you know, from, from a standpoint, and I haven't gotten all the way through the film of 40 plays in as we speak, uh, kind of breaking things down. But, you know, I think just in a, in a – from a general sense, I think we had some opportunities to maybe pull away, uh, maybe shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. But you know, give credit to them because they continued to they continued to fight, obviously, and had a, had a good plan. Uh, you know, from from their offensive perspective. So, I think it was two. I think it was two really good teams. Um, you know, I think they're they're blessed with some some good size and physicality. And I think we're blessed with some speed and physicality. And I think both teams played really hard. A lot of tough kids were on that field last night. Yeah, that's a great call out. And uh, Coach Beal, it's uh, fun to see you on one sideline, him on the other, two guys really going at it. Um, but, you know, uh, and you might see these guys again. I mean, you know, I, you know, you never know what's going to happen, but you certainly could see these guys again in the playoffs down the road. Sure, you absolutely could. Um, you know, I don't really pay attention to, to the rankings until maybe maybe next week or uh you know heading into that last week that's just not what i do but um you know I, i'm sure they're up there i'm sure we're up there there's some other teams you know out of other districts that are going to be going to be in that mix for those for those top spots but regardless yeah i absolutely think you could see them again they're a really good football team you know they were six and one for a reason and uh it beat quality football teams yeah, the only team that beat him was Christiansburg, who's really good, and you guys got by Christiansburg by a point this year. So 
Uh, you know, you, you certainly you three teams are, are three of the best right there in the area. Do you like the? Let me ask you this. So I, I like to ask coaches this. Do you like the fact that your team is being battle tested like they are? You know, first Christiansburg with that big win, and now Floyd. Is is that something as a coach that you like uh, happening? Uh, certainly, you want to win, but you like that kind of experience for your team. Well, I think it's necessary. Um, you know, if you want to win the playoffs, you're going to have to be able, be able to pull out a tight game. I mean, that's just, once you get there, everybody's really good. So, you know, I, I do think that's important because I think it's a skill and a mindset that, you know, you learn from, right? You always learn from experience. So being able to pull out a fourth quarter win, um, you know, first off, I felt like our, it kind of displayed our toughness. Right, because it's easy when they get momentum in those situations to to toss in the towel, uh, but our kids didn't. They really battled tough, so I think that was you know a testament to our kids. But yeah, you know, you in the big picture sense, you want to have to have been in those situations, right? Because there's a good chance down the road you will be. Absolutely, and and I gotta say, uh, you know, so sorry to hear about Marcel Baylor's dad who passed away recently. I. I, I know Baylor had a big night last night, probably, you know, in memory of his father. And, and uh, I, I hear that your team really rallied around him. That's, you know, that's hard for young people to go through, anybody really to go through. But uh, it's great to hear that your team is such a tight-knit group. Yeah, they are. You know, I mean, that's the Rafford community. I think they rallied around them. And, of course, you know, Marcel's older brother, DJ, is our is our secondary coach on our staff. So, you know, it hit home, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good for us this past week. And, um, you know, so obviously, but just to see everybody support those guys and, and, you know, the bottom line is you want to take care of your people. You know, if you're going to use the cliche family, you got to back it up. And I think, you know, rapper certainly does that. Coach, let me ask you, this is coach left, which, you know, every year you have those kids that start to mature on you and really start to show you something extra. Who's the kid from last year to this year that has showed you something? And then who is the kid that you're kind of watching, knowing that next year this may be your guy? Oh, man, that's a good question. That's a hard question. Um, you know, I think I think when you look at, uh, man, I, I like to think our maturity as a team has come through, um, and that's not this this give the answer I'll try to get to an individual but I think as a team to see our growth you know we 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 lost a couple close ones last year and you know but we played a lot of younger kids uh so to see them kind of as a group mature uh to kind of be able to handle those those type situations like last night like Christiansburg and so forth you know I think there's just a, a mental toughness that's required for this game and to see those guys pull through in tight situations, I think, shows our maturity. Uh, but, you know, I think Landon Clark is really developed as a quarterback. Um, I think Marcel has matured. Uh, moving out to wide out, uh, you know, Parker Prelo, Max Knight has been a huge leader for us defensively uh, in the inside backer spot, but he also plays receiver for us. And he had a tremendous night last night. So to see his growth is great. Uh, you know, Charlie Davis defensively has been a leader. For us, so you know, and he moved from defensive line to inside backer. So you know, that's high school football, right? You adjust, and then to see guys kind of grow and develop into new positions is exciting. Um, you know, for next year, oh man, I don't know. I think uh, you know, you just, I think it, those kind of those juniors moving to seniors, 
uh, and then having a, a, another off season in the weight room is big. I mean, obviously you lift in season, you lift year round, but like a guy like Brandon Thompson, you know, he's a long kid, plays some defensive end for us, doing a really good job. But I think to see him be able to get physically put on some weight and uh, continue to grow, you know, he's kind of been a long basketball player. If he can grow into that body, I think he could be really good. Now, what are you expecting? Now, you get Coach Clifford in Glenver next. And, you know, Coach Clifford's always one that has that humble side to him where he's like, ah, you know, we're not that good. And then next thing you know, they've only lost one game this season and they really, uh, you know, they dogfight you every single game. What are you expecting with this Glenver matchup? Just what you said, a dogfight. You know, I guess that's uh, last this past Friday night, somewhat of a rivalry. Glenver's a rivalry. So I expect a dogfight um, 100%. You know, I think it's one of those you're going to have to be tough to be on the field Friday night. Uh, Coach, you, uh, you look like you lost your middle linebacker last night to a concussion, Charlie Davis, who you mentioned earlier. How's he doing? I know he's an important part of your defense. He's right there in the middle and has really had some big games. Is uh, How's Charlie doing today? Charlie's doing good. Charlie's doing good. I talked with his uh, talked with his father just uh, a little while ago uh, and seems to, to be doing good and you know we'll kind of let the medical staff sort of handle his situation and and go from there you can tell he's a middle linebacker but I do appreciate you asking yeah. yeah you can tell he's a middle linebacker he's got a cast on one arm he's now he's got a concussion I mean uh, that's a tough position playing in the middle right there but he's a tough kid and uh, I know uh you know, he's an important part of that defense. Uh, he really stood out when you, you beat Galax earlier this year. So, um, But it's great to hear that, you know, you, you've really got a team that rallies around each other and really kind of fills in the gaps and, and gets it done. Um, so last question before we let you go. I always got to ask you this. I always think of your dad, you know, Dave Chris, the famous uh, Blacksburg uh, head coach over there and 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 his success and and uh, but I, I always feel like he's got to be so pleased with uh, where you're coaching at and how well you're doing. Do you guys talk a lot about uh, X's and O's, or does he kind of, you know, just kind of let you go? Uh, I mean, we don't. You know, I, I guess we we maybe uh, you know we talk X's and O's, but. Uh, not always that, but he's a sounding board for me, right? It's yes. more, you know, when you're a head coach, it's it's uh, it's about so much more than the X's and O's. You know, yes. a lot of things come on your plate, and uh, you know, you, you're kind of the sole decision maker of some things. And sometimes you just need that trusted uh, mentor or sounding board to say, "Hey, this is what I'm thinking." And you know, he's pretty much experienced everything, having been a coach for for 40 years. Um, so as much as anything, it's a sounding board for the non X and O stuff. Uh, it's just a comfort level. You know, the longer you go, the quicker you make decisions on those types of things. But you know, you, you, you get situations where, man, maybe I need to seek a little advice on this and an outside, uh, voice of reason for some things. And, and he's that guy for me, you know, both my brothers coach too. So I'm fortunate, you know, the, I guess the, the four of us, um, all in all, you know, one's a college football coach, one's a high school football coach. So, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that, you know, we can, we can go to the beach and I can have the, the most football knowledge sitting right there 
to, to pick their brains. Wow, your family reunions, man. It's nothing but football. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. But uh, Yeah, yeah. My nephew plays football at West Virginia. So, you know, it's uh, all around. So I'll even reach out to him. Hey, let me ask you your footwork on this. You know, he's a quarterback, uh, walk-on quarterback at WVU. So, you know, I'm, we're, we're blessed with a lot of uh, close family uh, resources. Well, and the other thing, too, I'll just mention, because I've met her, your mom may be the smartest football person in the family. I'm just saying, she knows her <laughs> stuff. Hey, she, she's been at a game every Friday for, for who knows how long. Since, you know, the I guess about 1972 or three, when my dad was an assistant at Madison, um, Madison County, so... She's been there, man. She doesn't. She doesn't miss. She doesn't miss any games. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, he is Radford head coach for the eight and Bobcats, Michael Christ. Uh, coach, thanks so much for your time today, and good luck with the rest of the season. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for all you do to support high school football. Well, I tell you, uh, yeah, you know, it's great stuff. to hear. It's great to hear the coaches directly. Uh, right. I mean, they just, uh, you know, you, you get to hear their, in their own words what they're thinking, how they work through these things, and, and he's, doing a, he's doing a good job there. Well, you know, one of the things as a coach, you do have to have those people that you can go to right. and sit down. And, you know, I know through my career coaching, you know, Killer Miller, I could go to every day and say, Coach, let me ask you, I've got, you know, an issue that I'm, John Shotwell. Ah. You know, Coach Shotwell was one that I find that, you know, I'm truly thankful that I call that man a friend because I can sit down with Coach Shotwell and say, hey, let me run something by you. And, we, you know, we can talk about things on the field. You know, he's won several state championships. You, he sees things a little different. And you're like, let me run something by you. Right. And he'll, you know, he'll give you his honest answer. He'll tell you it's working. He'll tell you it's not working. He doesn't hold anything back on you. And at the end of the day, you sit there and you say, that's the guy I want to talk to. Right. Because he's not going to sugarcoat it. He's not going to. And I could only imagine sitting there having a dad that you could turn into. Legendary. A legendary dad. And you could turn to and say, Dad, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How, how'd you deal with this? How'd and, you handle this? And then your brothers and then chiming your brothers, in. Right. You yeah. know, so, you know, I do that now with Dave Ross. I ask Dave a lot of questions. We all ask Dave a lot do. of questions. You know, he's a good source. He is. What was Washington like when he was president? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Really? Why <laughs> do you let him do that to you? Hey, 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 and I will say this, yeah, to jump off the Dave band. We'll, exactly. But I'll redirect here. The the one thing I, I bet you uh, the, the football game before Thanksgiving meal on a, when the family's oh, together, yeah. I, I bet imagine. you it's bloody. Yeah. I bet you that is some kind of game. I bet you they all put a mouthpiece <laughs> in. Who gets the touch kid football? from West Virginia? That's what I want to know. Oh, Who well, the walk-on yeah. quarterback. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's Who nice. can see him? How about yeah. that? How yep. about that? Look at that. That's a first draft pick right there. Exactly. In that Thanksgiving You don't have to worry about game. getting picked last on that deal. That's right. Hey, if you want more interviews, we've got more today. Uh, coaches... Uh, uh, Alta Vista coach, uh, Coach Andy Cox, uh, William Fleming coach, Jamar Lovelace. We've got Coach uh, Weaver over at Hidden Valley. We've got uh, Coach Leonard from Blacksburg. Today on this show, after uh, we talk about their games, we'll have a little segment from each of them uh, post game. so you'll want to stay tuned for that. All right, let me talk a little bit about the Salem Civic Center. Oh, Ah, they're always moving and shaking over there. Tonight, yeah. finally, Co Wetzel. The great, the show is 
tonight. Uh, blend of rock, country, and some grunge. I don't know if there's tickets left, but if there are, you need to get them and get over there. Uh, I don't know. He may be sold out. He's pretty popular. Look at that. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, right. you know. So Call um, the Civic Center. Call the Civic Center. Let's, yes. let's find out. Um, but he's got a couple of really good songs, something to talk about, The Good Die Young. Check it out. Uh, the show's tonight. You know, for us to get that kind of talent through sure. Roanoke, I just I think it's great. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And the Salem Civic Center brings that to us. They do. Uh, talking about a good show, uh, October 28th, 29th, and the 30th. What's going on over there, Coach? Uh, I think the circus is showing up. In, uh, that? Yes, the Shriner Circus. And this is our 60th annual Shrine Circus. Uh, come on over. It's going to be, you know, entertaining. You're going to see elephants. You're going to see all the animals. You're going to just have a good time. And right now, I think there's, what, five, six shows yeah. available for you to come and see. And not very, very interesting time. And we're getting to a point now in the world where circuses are kind of going away. So come on over and get to see a circus. And, and it's not Coach's personal circus. He is a Shriner. No, I am a Shriner. So, okay. and the, you know, and this looks, if you've never been around children that we help and you see what we do as Shriners, nice. uh, that is, that's something that is, you know, really heartwarming and touching. And uh, we have a purpose and the purpose for Shriners are, it's all about the children. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yep, I actually experienced that numerous yeah. times. I'd yeah. never been around, but it went to a couple of the events, and yeah. uh, they had the kids there, which was just, um, I mean, you're right. It, yeah. Everything became much clearer about what the Shriners right. were at that point. Yeah, it's all about the children. Yep. That's great. Uh, October 29th, we got the Salem, uh, Salem Sports Cards, comics, toys, games, uh, that whole show. Nine to four on the 29th. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner. It is. Uh, I don't know what Dave Ross is going to get me, but I mean anything in that that thing would be great, Dave. Ken Griffey Jr. rookie. Oh, <laughs> Dave, don't. I'm. I mean, if I had that, he's I'd a put giver. It, he's a giver. If I had that, I'd put it on display. Yes, I would. Um, and then November fourth. Now I'm going to try to say this right. Uh, this is uh, Latin music. So, Bando uh, Cusias. And Aldo Trujillo um, will be at the Salem Civic Center. I hope I got that. I hope I didn't butcher that too much. This is Latin music. Grammy uh, Grammy Award winning Bando Cusias uh, will be there. So I don't know if I'm saying that right or not, but man, I'm telling you what. If you, you like Latin music? I do. And if that band's not there, a group that's close that sounds like <laughs> that will be there. So. <laughs> oh, that didn't hurt a bit. I do. No, everybody loves Latin music. Yeah. That's just, you know... We could go move. around the horn and let everybody try to say it, but I won't put you <laughs> yeah, through that. Yeah, let's not do that. You know, I All think right. you did a well enough job this morning. Okay, well, thanks a lot. All right, so uh, we need to take another quick break before we come back and, and get into the games here from Friday night. Uh, but uh, you're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less, with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. 
When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise Financial Advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Stuart Barnes with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com slash careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix, since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. Hey football fans, I'm Aaron Ewart, a loan officer with Guaranteed Rate right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke. Or call me, 540-353-4494, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lenders subject to credit approval. MLS ID 220576, company MLS ID 2611, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Delville, and Roanoke. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Back to crunch time, everybody. Man, what a great show already. I mean, we yeah. could stop right now and it'd be a great show. An award-winning show. Coach Chris, award-winning. award-winning. Coach Chris did, did a great job and um, really appreciate, you know, he just, I don't know if he slept last night or not after that big game. I know he's probably in there working right now, but we always appreciate the coaches taking a little time and talking with us. You know, and I love the fact that when you look at the schedule that, like, Christiansburg, 21-20. Mm. Then the game last night, he's either blowing somebody out or he's only winning by one point. There's no, there's no, hey, we won by, we won by touchdown tonight. Yeah. There's, there's nothing there. He's either to the extreme or just, you know, he's right there. And you know that that's not good on a man's heart to go through a season like that of just, you know, wow, we, we got through this one tonight. And I think he relishes it. I think, I he, think can, he loves it. Probably. He loves it. Yeah. 
I mean, you just get the sense that he's right where he wants to be. Right. And if you're a player, that feels good. Yeah. If your leader is right where he wants to be, you want to play, you'd run through a wall for you him. You got it. Yep. All right, let's talk about the Dogwood Restaurant. Um, one of my favorite places to eat. We're going to get Dave Ross over there. The four of us are going to go over there and eat sometime, either breakfast or lunch or something. Uh, yeah. I just want to see what Dave's going to order. It'll With be, all those choices. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to see. Yeah. Dave, what do you like? What's your favorite meal, Dave? Well, I like uh, I like a lot of different things. I, I like Italian food a lot. Ooh. Oh, oh, mm. so very nice. Some spaghetti specials. Yeah, there you but go. No, I mean, you know, I I like fish. I like meat. I you know, I don't. I'm not real um, picky. Picky? No, not at yeah. all. Yeah, I am. I don't want any mustard on anything really for one thing. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah very you didn't you try eating with it. You couldn't see that in me? Don't get it near him either. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's enough about that. Yeah. All right, so the Dogwood restaurant, Keith Poff, Jamie, Jessica, Senna, Brittany, Dave. I mean, yeah. you know, Dave's the expert on uh on uh William Bird, so all things terrier. Yep. And then Carmelita, Carmelita in the back. I love I just love saying her name. Yes. I love to hear it. Uh, but Jessica, man, she keeps that thing rolling. She's the one that really uh, um, keeps it rolling up front. But Keith, Jamie, and the team, they do a great job. We really appreciate their sponsorship of our, our, our young people in the Valley and, and, and around the area. And we hope that you'll go and support them as well yeah. by stopping in and getting a great meal. Yes. And you can pick up the crunch there. And you can pick up the crunch there. Yep. Yeah. And, Jimmy, when you dropped off the crunch this week, what was the meal that you had? Did you have a meal? Did you have time? You know, I did not have time this Friday. We were kind of bustling along, so I did not. But I will tell you that uh, it smelled great. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So You ought to tell them to have it in a bag for you when you get there. Well, that's true. Yeah. And that's Take true. it home with you. Yep. Just leave me your credit card and just, you yeah, know. Yep. Move right on. Put move it on right Coach on. Randy's yeah. account and exactly. move on. There you go. I mean, that's what you do. What you do. Get Is that Randy's what you account. do? Oh, yeah. 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 Coach has got an account there. Left and right on that deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, so um, the big news, uh, the game today, um, William Fleming at Franklin County. Uh, I think I said 3.30 earlier. It's 3 o'clock today online. CrunchHSSports.com. It'll be ready at 3 o'clock William Fleming at Franklin County. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this. You know, I don't get to see all the games because right. I'm at a game. Yes. But I'm really interested to see how this thing rolls out, how this thing plays out. And I love hearing Dave Ross call the game. And see, that's the thing. And you made reference to that. A lot of times, you know, we're on the road. We're doing ball games. You know, last night I was covering PH. And, you know, we're doing different ball games and things like that. So I have to ask, since yes. you were at PH, did you sign any autographs or do any photos? I did a lot. Okay, so, yeah. all right, because that's know, a classic the over there. Love them. The kids I know. Love them. All right, so, let him go to Fleming. Let me, and then you'll, oh, if then he's at Fleming, I have to have security when I'm yeah, over at Fleming because you, you know I'm just that popular. <laughs> but uh, no, it, we don't get to see these games. And at the end of the day, when I go home on Saturday, that's one of the first things I do is I sit back and I watch Dave Ross's game because you know I just I don't get to see some of these teams sometimes. Yeah. And you know, look, I'm a, I'm a colonel. That's what I am. And so I don't popcorn? mind. Popcorn? Yeah, I'm a yeah. popcorn girl. So I don't mind sitting back watching Fleming. And uh, they, they got a good win last night. Yeah. And a, a win that a lot of people didn't expect. And that was, you know, something that I think that when you watch his ball game, you might see just kind of what team Fleming really is this yeah. year. 
Well, I, I like to put it on my phone and just have it right there when I'm working or whatever. Yeah. You know, if I'm not watching every play, I'm listening to it. Right. And, you know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, experience and, and guys calling games and stuff. But, you know, and Dave, you know, he doesn't like to, he doesn't like the compliments, but really he calls a great game. I mean, you, you can watch the game and enjoy it, but you can also just listen to it and you, you know what's going on. Sure. No, I, and, and, and I like me, that. I, I've been around Dave Ross enough that, and Dave will tell you, uh, back in the day, I'm talking, they had an old Amelands that they would edit tapes in the back of the Amelands and literally run the tapes to the TV station and hand it to us. And we would run like the first and second quarters. And then next thing you know, we're waiting on another tape to show up with the third and fourth quarters. That That's how we were doing this. Stuff. Was we that right? Right after they chiseled the game and yes. stuff? Well, we didn't have satellite trucks back yeah, in those days. Yeah, that's right. So we had, you know, it, literally somebody would knock on the door and hand me a tape, and I'd put the tape in. Wow. And we would. that's how we would run ball games. So, you know, Dave and I have been in this business a long time and been around each other 40 years now. So, yeah, football, when you see football today... And it's a matter of you're pulling it up on your phone, and you just don't know how good you got it. Didn't Coach tell us he was 40? Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, let's do the math here. I look good at 40. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was at a wedding a few weeks ago, yes, but yes. he didn't get married, ladies. Yeah. Correct. He did not get married. Still available. Still yes. available. All right, let's get to these games. People are waiting. Um, well, before we do that, the the so the games that you're voting on this week— William Fleming at Stanton River right. or Pulaski County at Patrick Henry. Okay. So that's the that's the game. Or is it I it's thought, Stanton River at William Fleming. Yeah, but and I also thought that the Patrick Henry game is at Pulaski. All right, coach will check on yeah, that. I'm checking that. Because I mean We'll we'll check on that. But those are the those are the two choices, so um get ready to vote. Uh all right, let's talk some high school football here. Let's start with the Radford um, Radford over Floyd County. Again, uh, Coach Beal's got to be just uh, unhappy as heck, but he's got to be really happy with his players and the way they performed. 28-7, to uh, Radford got the win. They stand beaten. Um, this is one of uh, Coach Beal's best Floyd County teams, as far as I'm concerned, that I've, I've witnessed. I mean, they, they really do a nice job uh, on the field. It went down to the wire, just like we said. Radford led by two scores, 28-14. to uh, in the second half, Landon Clark got it started with a touchdown run. Now, he's so tough to defend because he will he, – he throws it so well, but when he goes back, if nobody's open, he just takes off and he really runs it well. He has great so speed. He's yeah. got great speed, great feet. Uh, and then he had three TD passes, two to Marcel Baylor. One of them to Baylor was just unbelievable in the second half. He caught it. He made five or six people miss him. Nice. Mm. I mean, he's, I just, like that. he's got some That's shake. Awesome. And, uh, you know, so he he's really dangerous with the ball. But Floyd County roared back uh, down a score. Floyd got an onside kick uh, and then picked up two fourth down, two first downs on a on fourth down plays. One of them was mm. to Caden uh, Swartzel, the big tight end. Uh, Swartzel also caught a possibly a either would-be tie or go-ahead touchdown for, with 14 seconds left in the game. Um, and then Floyd County ran a quarterback sneak, and Radford just had the right play call. They they ran a run blitz and snuffed it out. Uh, and, uh, you know, great teams make great plays. So uh, hats off to them. But this was a great game 
Uh, my source tells me that, that Floyd County really won the battle of the trenches. They really won the line of scrimmage, and a lot of times that dictates who wins the game. But this was a classic uh, Radford-Floyd County battle. Uh, Floyd really couldn't handle Radford's passing game, and Radford couldn't stop Floyd's power run game. Mm, right. So that's really what it came down to. But Swartzel, uh, Ryland Swartzel, the quarterback, is also Swartzel, he hit uh, Caden Swartzel, the tight end, three times for touchdowns. Wow! Uh, so really, just a just a great a great football game. Uh, no matter who you were rooting for, you know, when you start looking at the two A, uh, how they roll through the state and yeah. everything, uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson Ridgeview uh, around in R. A. Graham, Graham and Radford's there. So you're starting to see the you know these teams start to come to the top again, and there's Floyd County. You know, Floyd County sitting there at six and two, three and one right now. I tell you, there's some teams ahead of them, but boy, every game matters right now. So you got to get into these dog fights, and as much as you, you One know, thing about Winford Beals teams is they're tough. They are. So they're, they're you're going to have to beat them if you beat them. Yes. They're not. There's not going to be any of this walk in the park. You're gonna. You're gonna. They're the kind of team that when you beat, you got to make sure that they don't cause you to lose next week's games because you're so beat up. Injured. Sure. Yeah, wow. you're yeah. bruised and battered. Right. So, you know, Radford's going to have to guard against that. Yeah. But um Hey Carl, is is Floyd, do they play on grass? It's not it's not turf, is it? Yeah, it's grass. It's grass. That's what I thought. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, so okay. Old old school yep. there. And the stadium's named after Winford Beale. Nice. That happened last year, so we're really uh, pleased with that. Um, all right, so let's jump to the Salem uh, K Spring game. Uh, again, two uh, two Salem grads uh, heading up these teams: uh, Nick Lefwich and, and Don Holter. Um, Holter for Salem and Nick Lefwich were uh, for Cave Spring. Um, so you know, uh, big game. Um, so talk about that a little bit, uh, Jimmy. Were you uh, you you got any? From the Salem game, yeah, yeah. No, the only the stats I got are from the the Fleming uh, Franklin County game. Well, in this game, I, I can tell you that uh, Salem jumped out uh, on top pretty quick. Uh, Deron Wilson to Josiah Moyer uh, on a long pass play—that's the way they do you. Um, and then uh, Javion Jones had a two-yard TD run. Peyton Lewis again was the man. Twelve carries, one hundred and eighty-two mm. yards. He had a 75-yard touchdown run and a 54-yard touchdown run, and he can wow. fly. Right. I mean, he can just flat-out fly. If he gets an opening, it's over. Um, you might as well chalk it up on the scoreboard. Um, Salem uh, led 28 to nothing at the half. Uh, Cave got their touchdown. Owen Sweeney had a 70-yard touchdown reception. Uh, but this was just too much Salem. Uh, you know, they had got a couple picks. Um but Salem's defense is really peaking at the right time. Mm. Well, and they've got seven straight wins right now. Yeah. And that's one of the things that you start looking at. And like you said, they're starting to peak. And they're starting to get everything moving in the right direction. And this was an interesting game because you've got Salem. And Salem, you know, wins. And we know they win consistently. But then you've also got Cave Spring who's starting to... You know, Nick Leftwich is starting to kind of, you know, we make reference to it as Salem Light. And I and, and as much as I'm sure people hate to hear that, but that's where his background is. His background mm-hmm. was from Salem. So he's bringing that culture into Cave Springs. So this was kind of that sense of, you know, let's see what the student has learned from the teacher. Yeah. And, as you know, with Magenbauer and Holter, you know, 
Nick Lefwich has learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to see it over at Cave Spring. But, the, you know, at the end of the day, that teacher is still the teacher. Well, and his dad was a coach at Cave Spring. Exactly. For a long, or I mean, at Salem, at Salem for a long for time. For a long time, yeah. Yeah, so, just a great coach. And, yeah. and his dad helps him. Right. Uh, helps Nick uh, and the Cave Spring uh, team. So you got a lot of crossover. You do. And Salem and Salem is still Salem. <laughs> Trust me. I'm, I'm telling you, Cave Spring will do fine here. And four I, years and counting. Four years and counting. And I, and for a state championship may, or Cave Spring ball, night. It may come sooner than that. Night vision. Yes, what? It may come oh, sooner than now that. Flash, news flash. <laughs> Could revised. be sooner than four years. Yes. It's revised. But I, I still think that, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. And Salem just proved that last night. Yeah. Just sit there and say, look, you, you got a great win against a good PH team, a great PH team, and a lot of weapons. But Salem is still Salem. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, boy, they can just get you at any time. And uh, you, you don't want to say this was a humbling loss because they, you know, you just feel like this was one of those losses that you're kind of sitting there this morning going, huh, how'd that get away from us? And boy, it really got away from them yeah. last night. Salem does that to a lot of folks. Speed, yeah. speed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really get you. All right, yeah. let's talk about Hidden Valley uh, over Blacksburg, twenty to seven. I know Jimmy and T Mac were there. Jimmy, what do you got on the Hidden Valley game? Yeah, so it was a uh, you know nice to get back into uh, to Hidden Valley, and we were looking to see a, you know a, a a strong game, which it was. You know, Blacksburg led seven zero at half. So if you know you would have told me that at the beginning, I don't know that I would have believed it, but. Uh, you know, uh, Blacksburg looked good, came out well, you know, very fired up. Um, so second half starts out with uh, an, a perfect onside kick. And the interesting thing, and you'll hear Coach Weaver, you know, even, he even alludes to it, he didn't call for the onside kick. So it was a kick that was put together but um, resulted in, you know, Hidden Valley putting on a 45-yard drive to tie it uh, late in the third uh, Blacksburg drove 92 yards nice. all the way down to Hidden Valley 2. Hidden Valley's defense stopped them. Uh, they went for a field goal, which would have put them up, you know, 10 to 7. And the daggone ball hit the right side of the goal post. And, I mean, it thudded. Oh, I mean, wow. loud. And it hung in the air a little bit but did not go through. So they held them there. But then Hidden Valley had 21 points in the fourth quarter. Um, and, and one of the things that, you know, they relied on was their seniors, which uh, was Joey Strong and Max Pardon. Uh, Max Pardon and Brendan Rose um, each had interceptions for the Titans. And then, you know, one of the other things that you always expect is uh, quite a bit of penalties that happened. Uh, they were a little bit uh, penalty heavy with Blacksburg, had eight penalties for 80 yards, and Hidden Valley had nine penalties for 90 yards. But some quick stats uh, that we have for uh for, for rushing, for Blacksburg, we had David Ajaya, which is called the Nigerian Nightmare, mm, is, oh. his, is his nickname, which we loved hearing that. Yeah. The Nigerian Nightmare. Wasn't that Christian Okoya? <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't well, was, it isn't yeah. anymore. It's okay. This, it's, it's, Not uh, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. It's David. So, uh, right. anyway, he had 16 carries for 67 yards. Uh, Spencer Campbell had eight carries for 66 yards. And Ethan Walker had four carries for 21. When we get over to the Hidden Valley side, Jalen McCadden, keep an eye on that kid. He looks like a great runner. Uh, 14 carries for 80 yards. Uh, Max Pardon, 10 carries for 61 yards and a TD. Jafon English, you know, had one carry. Joey Strong, one carry, or three carries for seven yards. 
and a TD, and also Daniel Robinson, number 42. He ended up with one carry for 11 yards. Now, jumping into passing, uh, Spencer Campbell was uh, 6 for 14 for 46 yards. He had one TD, two interceptions. Hidden Valley's Braden Moore, he went 13 for 24 for 150 yards, one TD, an interception, and then Joey Strong, you know, always mixes it up back there. Mm. He was one for one with a touchdown. So he threw to Max Pardon. So uh, on the Hidden Valley receiving side, Daniel Robinson, uh, one for 11. Joey Strong, seven for 81 uh, with a TD. Max Pardon, three for 31 TD. Uh, and then getting into kicking real quick, uh, Liam Mena was one for one for Blacksburg, and Brody Lehman was two for three. So, uh, but it was just a, you know, it was the tell of two halves. The first half, Blacksburg, you know, and, and we thought maybe Coach Weaver really got on them, but he said, you know, they knew what to do, and he relied on his uh, his seniors to come out. And, and to be quite honest, it was uh, Max Pardon was the difference in the game. You know, it's funny. Max Pardon, uh, a linebacker, has more interceptions than most defensive backs. He had several last year. I don't know if this is his first this year or if he's had others, but, I mean, he just has a nose for the ball. Yeah, and Coach Weaver said we should refer to Max Barden as a, uh, uh, let's see, a tailback. That's what we should refer to him now as, after he ran the ball as well oh, as he okay. did. Oh, yeah. so he's been so promoted? Was, yeah, it looks like it. How about that? All right, so we have a couple of coaches here. Let's listen to a Blacksburg coach, Zach Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we were going to tell you, you know, we... We got to meet your mother, and we got to meet your grandmother tonight. So they were the pickers for us. <laughs> Not your mother. Secret. Well, that was a secret, but, you know, we had to let him in on it. We, uh, But we did get to meet him. And awesome. Tough, good first half. Thank you. Well, I mean, it was a good game. It was 7-7 uh, going to the yeah. Seems like, Coach, and I'll let you talk, but the, the – uh, Snap! It went over the head. That was kind of hurt for sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he was he was smart to pick that ball up and throw it. You yeah. see if he can get tackled on the inside. But uh, you guys fought hard. Do you have anything that stood out to you about the game tonight? Well, I'm just proud of the way they fought. I think we progressed throughout the year. Um, and you know, you got to kind of be able to compete, and before you can go win these types of games, it was a game they came out, played tough, uh, Hidden Valley. Um, you know. We have to take this step before we can go take one, I think. So, you know, step in the right direction. Lots to work on, but saw some progress, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, you, it looks like you got a, a good bunch of kids out there. Yes, sir. I mean, you really do. We, yes, sir. I watched them. Uh, they got fired up, I mean, ready to play, so so I think that's good to, to look forward to, yeah. I've been super proud of them all year. Um, the culture that we've built to go through, it's a tough year, obviously. Uh, and, you know, they feel it every single week. It hurts every single week. And to come back and have great weeks of practices, I mean, what I don't even want to try to guess what week we are right now in terms of including camp and stuff like that, but we just had our best week of practice. Um, I'm thinking we can keep building on that. So um, I, this is the first time I've seen you guys play, but is there anybody that had a particularly good game for you tonight? Number 14 looked like he was had a really good game. He broke a great that. run. Yeah, he broke a really good run. I'd say uh, number six stepped it up in a really big way tonight. Um, he had a great week of practice, really, really was focused, took care of business. We had him doing some new things, and... I was really proud of how he stepped up, for sure. Okay, Coach, I was going to say six when he had to come in the backfield? Yeah. This is the first week uh, running any running back at all. He's been wide receiver all year, and he got downhill. I was proud of his toughness, kept the pile moving. I yeah. really liked it. He played well. 
I tell you, um, it's great to hear the coaches, but uh, Zach Leonard, I think you know, he had, he had, doesn't have a win yet this year, but he's really right. doing a good job. He is. Hey, yeah. let me let me give a quick clarification there since uh, you, you heard the coach and, and us refer to kids' numbers. So uh, for Blacksburg, the Bruins, the number six you heard us refer to was Ethan Walker. And then, of course, the the number 14 that you heard us refer to was uh, Spencer Campbell. So those were the those were the numbers. We want to make sure we get those kids the yep. the the what they deserved, and they they both both those kids had great games for Blacksburg. You know, I got to see Blacksburg play PH this year, uh-huh. and PH, you know, just it, it was it looked like grown men against boys out there. It was you know that much of a difference, and you just got to the point where you're sitting there going, looking at Blacksburg, going, give me something positive. Find me something positive in this game that I can take to the next game. And that's what I think Coach Leonard has done. And last night, you're starting to see some of these positives come into play because I don't know if I could have watched Blacksburg do a 92-yard drive a couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah. It just, I, I don't think it was in them. But now you're really starting to see where this team is starting to believe in itself some of going, hey, we can do this. We can yeah. play with anybody. Right. And because, you know, like he said, it's tough. Some of these, you know, some of these scores that you see and, you know, it's 70 to zero. It gets tough on a team. Yeah. Well, Coach Leonard commented, he said that they had a great week of practice this yes. past week. And I mean, so, you know, he, he's he's finding the positives. Yeah. And, you know, even though, and of course, I swear, I mean, it, the game could have went either way. I mean, sure. it, and of course, you know, it was a it was a great game and, you know, great atmosphere. And it's always, it, and it was great to get the, you know, it was just by chance. We got to meet Coach Leonard's mom and we got to right. meet his grandmother. So it was, uh, it's it's kind of cool when things like that line up. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, one of the best lines I've ever had a coach tell me, and it was a coach down on the coast, and he his team hadn't won a ball, a ball game in a couple of years. And I asked him, and I said, well, Coach, how do you view things? And he goes, nobody's died. And I said, okay. And he goes, but the week's not over yet. Oh, jeez. (laughs) So, you know, you've got to have fun with things when your team is, you know, going through this rough patch. And they're young. That that is what you could say about. And it was it was so cool to get to hear, uh, you know, and Carl knows with with the questions we ask kids about nicknames. Man, when he said he was a Nigerian nightmare, nightmare. I there mean, you, you should have seen me and Mike were smiling. He was smiling, but it was, I just wasn't expecting that to, to yeah, come out. That's awesome. all. Yeah. That's great. Well, let me, I'm just going to summarize uh, Coach Weaver's interview uh, real quick. Uh, you know, he talked about uh, they didn't panic at halftime. They were right where they needed to be. Uh, they certainly, uh, he didn't, like Jimmy said, he didn't call the onside kick. Right. Um, but um, that's the way it worked out. The kicker actually recovered it. Oh, that really yeah. was the game turner, according to Coach Weaver. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, Coach Weaver, I think is is was happy with the win, and uh, you know, um, like like we said, you know, earlier, you know, they're kind of looking at uh, where the points are and what the That's records it. are, and to see if maybe they'll get in. I'd love to see them get in and yeah. and have a shot to go into the postseason. But I think uh, Jimmy will make reference to it. This is not the first time the kicker has done that. Yeah, it was interesting, and I. I even share with Mike Dermont this morning, I said, Coach Weaver reminded me a little of Rain Man for a second because I said, wow, you know, you don't you don't see this often where a kicker kicks an onside kick 
and also recovers it. Right. Coach Weaver paused and he said, well, actually, it happened in 2020 against <laughs> Cave Spring. And I was like, wow. Yeah. So, anyway, pulling some stats That's there. So. Yep. All right, the game I was at, Gretna, 41-19 to over Alta Vista. Just too much Gretna speed. They could get to the outside, and then they picked up big big plays, big third and fourth downs on deep passes. So uh, their junior quarterback there, Melvin Wooden, is really something special. But for Alta Vista, it was sophomore running back, linebacker too, uh, LaDainian Stone. Only a sophomore. Boy, he's something special. But we've got Coach Cox, a uh, little interview with him real quick. All right, so tough game. Uh, you guys played really hard. A lot of turnovers. I, like, I think three or four turnovers right inside the 10-yard line. That's got to be tough to deal with. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's one thing about our guys is we're extremely young, so we're making mistakes that a JV team would make. You know, we're, That's what I told the guys at the end of the game. I was like, you know, we're driving. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and then we shoot ourselves in the foot. Uh, defensively, we got them in a third and long situation, and we give up a long pass. I mean, so yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's frustrating. It's been like this all year for us, actually. Yeah. Well, young team, though. You'll, you'll work through it. Uh, Stone ran really well for you. He's a, he's a, and he's a good defender back yes, there. Talk a little bit about him. Stone, he's, he's our heart and soul of our offense and our defense. You know, we Offensively, we put him at quarterback, put him at running back pretty much wherever we need him. Um, and defensively, you know, he's played a little D-line for us. He's played, he's played you know, some linebacker for us. And so, yeah, he's a sophomore. He's, I mean, he's a stud. I mean, he's impressive. So, so he just got to keep that motor going throughout the whole game. That's right. sometimes takes a little bit of breaks, but you know, that's to be expected, I guess. So talk a little bit about Gretna. Pretty good team out there. They got a lot of speed. They hurt yes. you getting outside. Yeah, I mean, most every team so far this year has gotten us outside on us. Now, we work on that in practice, and it's still it's one of those things that's getting us. Uh, but, yeah, Gretna's got a, you know, hats off to them. It's got a ton of speed. Uh, they got athletes. You know, I mean, the Gretna's Gretna. Gretna will always have that. And still, though, I keep thinking about those fumbles. I mean, if you get those scores, it's a one yes. it's a one score game. Yes. That's 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 what our that's pretty much what our our season's been like. This whole season it's been like that. It's yeah. been if we're just a play here or play there, you know, these blowouts is going on, it's not gonna happen. We're in almost every game yeah. up until a certain point. And then it's kind of the wheels come off. Thanks for the interview, Ken. No problem. Appreciate you. I tell you, it, it really it came down to, you know, they just fumbled the ball inside the ten several times. Mm. Alta it's, Vista could have been right in the middle of that game. It's frustrating. Very frustrating. When you're a play here and a play there away. and That's right. You know that you can take the next step, and then he makes reference, the wheels come off the bus. That's right. And it's, oh. All right, our game of the week that you can watch at 3 o'clock on line on crunchhssports.com is William Fleming at Franklin County. William Fleming won 35-26. Big Blue Ridge battle. Um, Dave Ross was there. Dave, give us a little recap of that game. Well, uh, William Fleming jumped out early. Uh, Devin Johnson doing a good job at quarterback. They had to find running uh, Malachi Coleman. Uh, their defense did a good job. There were some turnovers, and they capitalized on them. And then things started to get back the way of uh, Franklin County where they were able to get back into the game and in fact late in the game uh, Franklin County had gotten it down where they went for two but if they had kicked the extra point it would only been a, a touchdown uh, difference but they they didn't get that and then uh, eventually Fleming was able to run out the clock but Fleming Fleming did a nice job and as I say they have a lot of good skill people Aside from those that I mentioned, you got uh, very good receivers and guys like uh, Lewis uh, English and mm-hmm. Jalen Robinson, uh, Jordan Nesbitt. They're all good. 
Uh, they they have a very good, uh, tough defensive line, some big guys like Demarion Casey and uh, also uh, Tyshawn Henderson and James Haynes on the on the defense. So they have a they did a nice job. They they it was a game that I think they felt they really had to win, and uh, and they came through and did it and 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 played well and capitalized on on some mistakes by uh, Franklin County. I love to hear Dave Ross recognize those kids, those names. Isn't that great? Um, we've got Coach Lovelace from William Fleming after the game. Let's hear Coach Lovelace. So tonight, it seemed like you never trailed tonight. Your defense was stellar. Your offense was stellar. What was the key coming out early in the game to win this? We, t- we talked about executing. It always starts up front. Um, you know, we got a lot of respect for Franklin County. I think anytime you see them on the schedule, you know what kind of night it's going to be up front. Um, so we knew we had to take care of the line of scrimmage. We knew we had to take care of the football. Uh, we knew we had to be great on special teams. And, you know, we didn't do all those things. Um, we did enough to get a win tonight against a tough team. Uh, you know, one of the best quarterbacks that we play. Uh, one of the best head coaches, the most disciplined teams that we play so it's a big win for us um you know we made plenty of mistakes and we're gonna learn from those and um you know celebrate tonight and, and, and get ready for the next one. over the past few years you've been trying to change the culture down at william fleming do you feel like you've kind of put a statement on that kind of beating the odds being the five and two flanker county to, just to make yeah, a statement man, you know we uh we, we just keep working and we keep grinding we talk to our kids all the time about um you know not getting wrapped up in the result of a game um but just you know looking forward to the next practice the next play the next quarter um and we did a good job of that um, our kids work hard uh, you know, we play a tough schedule, and, uh, you know, we had to lick our wounds early in the year. Uh, but, you know, we're just thankful to have another day with these guys. Um, thankful for the example and the platform we get to be in in front of these kids every day. And uh, we don't take that lightly. Uh, so, you know, we're teaching a lot of things about life, and uh, we're trying to win some football games in the process. Awesome. Thank you so much, Thank Coach. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. How about that? That was uh, Dave Roadtrip Anderson doing the interview there with uh, uh-huh. with Graham. Graham Whitaker was with him uh, covering that game. And love to hear Coach Lovelace. I mean, he just... It just flows. When he talks, I mean, he just gets it. Right. And, you know, the thing with Franklin County, he makes reference when you see him on your schedule. You <laughs> you better go into Franklin County with the mentality of, I've got to handle my business from the start of the clock to the end of the clock. That's right. Because if you don't, J.R. Edwards is going to figure you out quick. That's right. And he's going to handle his business. And that's how Fleming did last night. Fleming got in there. They led early. They led all the way through. Because if you give J.R. Edwards the opportunity to, you know, to get close to you, he's going to take care of his business. And he's going to, you know, we've, yeah. we've watched him. Franklin County said, team, that, you know, you may, you may leave out of there with a loss. You may leave out of there with a win. But one good thing I do know you're going to leave out of there dirty because he's going, they're going to run you all over that yeah. field and yeah. put you into that ground and, they're a good team. You're going to leave out of there dirty. You're going to leave that, out of there dirty. That's the quote of the day. Yes. Uh, yes. Good call out, They're going to wear you out. Hey, that's that's two really good coaches right there. It I mean, is. I mean, they, they know their business. They know their football. Well, when you see those two uh, coaches, culture. It's all about the culture they teach. And, you know, it, it's in the bricks over there at Fleming. It's in the, in the bricks over there at Franklin County. Yeah. It, it's the culture that they bring into those schools. Hey, Carl, I, I do have some stats, if you want, from uh, the game that Graham was he provided for us. Sure. Uh, just some quick stats. Uh, rushing, uh, Jalen Lee, he had 100 yards and one TD. And uh, we also had Eli Fouts, uh, you know, as QB, which I'll get into his passing here in just a minute. Uh, Keyshawn Wright, uh, rushing, had 83 yards and a TD. Uh, total rushing was 175 yards, two, D, two TDs. 
and that was for Franklin County. So Eli Fouts, uh, he was uh, 14 for 25 for 196 yards and two TDs. And on the receiving end, it looks like uh, uh, Nasser Holland, you know, had six catches for 112 yards, two TDs. And then we'll jump over real quick uh, to William Fleming. Uh, for rushing, they had uh, Devin Johnson, uh, who was back there as the QB. Anyway, he, they, he ended up with a total of 103 yards and three TDs. Uh, Malachi Coleman had 128 yards and one TD. And on the passing side, uh, he was uh, 12 for 21 for 166 yards and a TD. And the recipient of that TD was Lewis English. Uh, he had 95 yards and one TD. And then uh, you already heard... Uh, uh, Dave mentioned um, uh, Kaya Jordan Nesbitt. Uh, he had 21 yards reception. But uh, so that gets you just a, a quick overview of some of the stats from that game that was compiled by uh, Graham and Dave. Great, great job covering the game too, guys. Hey, hey. let me also say because sure. uh, that Kishon right who got that 83-yard touchdown. Uh, thank goodness, uh, Steve Myers. He 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 got me corrected soon because I thought it was Jalen Lee. Right. And he caught, no, this is, it was Kashawn Wright because you don't, you know, you don't see much other than Lee, but. Uh, yeah, 83 it, yards. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yep. I mean, he, he did a heck of a job. Number 20. Yeah. Great job. Uh, all right. So last game I want to talk about here today, Patrick Henry, 41, oh, 41 to, what was Christiansburg score, guys? Uh, 14. Was, yeah. 14, yep. 37-14. 37-14. Yeah. So 37-14 over Christiansburg, uh, both 5-2 and two coming in, 7-7 uh, seven to seven in the first quarter, uh, and then Beasley to uh, Kimbrough in the second quarter. I, I tell you, Jose Kimbrough is something special. Uh, you know, a lot of other people, they talk about a lot of the other Patriots, but Jose, I mean, he he's a man out there and uh, got, you know, caught a uh, wide receiver screen, took it in for a touchdown, made it 14-7. to uh, PH's uh, John Miller-Penn scooped and scored to, in the second half, to, or actually in the second quarter, to, to put him up 21-7. to And then, man, I tell you, if you watch some of the highlights, Carmelo Taylor, what a big yeah. catch. Right. Big time catch. I mean, he goes up in a crowd and pulls it down. That that was something that jumped out at me. For Christiansburg, Curtis Altizer had two touchdown runs. That's their middle linebacker. He's a tough, tough dude. But uh, just a, a, a tough game. Uh, a tough one for Coach Wilkins at uh, Christiansburg because, uh, unfortunately, they caught Patrick Henry when they caught fire. Yeah. And uh, Christiansburg... Man, that's a good Christiansburg team. Well, and here's the thing. With PH and Christiansburg last night, you kind of felt like this was never a game. You kind of felt like PH controlled this whole game last night. It, it, you just didn't feel like, the, you know, because on paper when you see these two teams coming together, you feel like this is going to be a dogfight. This is going to be the shootout. It just didn't happen like that. PH kind of controlled this whole game last mm. night and really uh, took advantage of some mistakes. And just, you know, put their seal on this and said, hey, we've got some weapons. We need to take care of business tonight. And, you know, even like you said with Taylor, you know, going up. What a catch. You know, we call it you're getting mossed, you know, because, yeah. you know, we've watched it for years with Randy Moss jumping up, taking them balls mm -hmm. away from guys. You know, they got mossed last night and Carmelo yeah. Taylor got one on them. Yeah. 
Uh, let me talk about another one of our sponsors, Ginger's Jewelry, best in the business. She just had her 40th anniversary she party. She did, and I wanted to get over there so bad, but I tell you what, these head colds are wearing me out these days. So, But I, I saw some great pictures, great videos. I know you were over there. I was. Did you win anything? Baker came over. Nice. No, I didn't win, but you know, all the proceeds uh, went to uh, um, American Cancer Society. Yes. And it was just a nice night. There were a lot of Ginger's friends, uh, Ginger's customers, just... Really a, a cool event. Uh, Bake came. Uh, Chuck Baker came at the end. Okay. Uh, Kelly, his daughter, was there kind of helping run the thing. And there was just a, it was just a, it was a good event. And it was nice for Ginger to kind of have that 40th anniversary party. Yeah. Ginger's always great here in the area. And if you need anything jewelry, that's the one lady to go to. I'm talking, you know, the staff over there is excellent. And, mm. you know, Vonda comes in and helps her. And, yeah. You know, and that's the thing is, you know, we laugh because... Uh, we know these people on a first-name basis. That's right. We, we deal, you know, quite a bit with them. And I was trying to see who the young lady was that won the uh, $4,000, uh, the uh, ring the other night from the jewelry yeah, heist. I, I, uh, I saw her win it, but... Um, right. Oh, uh, I can't think of her name, but she... Uh, beautiful ring the other night. She was night. so that excited. Was, yes. I mean, she was really excited. Yeah. So, it wouldn't be, yeah. Yeah. But just the heist alone, and when we say a heist, you know, yeah. uh, just the heist alone raised over $4,000 for the Cattle Fantastic. Cancer Society. Fantastic. Yes. Well, we really appreciate, appreciate Ginger and all she does for high school sports and our young people, too. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Bobby Johnson, a blast from the past, Brookville coaching legend uh, on the Haley Toyota um, Legend of the Week segment. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time. Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com slash careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix, since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. Hey, football fans, I'm Jason Bialik, VP of Mortgage Lending with Guaranteed Rate, right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate through today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke, or call me 540-915-8441, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval, NMLS, ID number 210454, company NMLS number 2611, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. Back to crunch time, everybody. All right, our Haley Toyota Legend of the Week, a legendary coach uh, from Brookville, Bobby Johnson. So let's give uh, Coach Johnson a listen. So I'm here today with legendary coach 
Bobby Johnson, and and I'm just getting to know Coach Johnson, but uh, you were um, you were the head football coach at Brookville, mm-hmm. and before that, were coached at EC Glass. I, I did, and uh, before that, I coached at Nelson County. As a matter of fact, I started there. Um, play, I played for Billy League, uh, fought the world of him. As a matter of fact, is one of the reasons that I decided I wanted to get into coaching. I, I watched. I had a wonderful home life. But I watched the influence he had on me, as well as other other kids, and I said, "Man, that you know that would really be uh, that would be a, a something good to do." Right. And uh, and I love sports. I just wanted to stay involved. That's why I went to college. Matter of fact, when I graduated, um, we had to give a testimony at the um, well, it, it, maybe not when I graduated. It may have been when we first got into the ed school. Why did we want to be a teacher? And I stood up and you know I was listening to all these stories about. You know, always, you know, since some of my classmates, they had wanted to be teachers since they were young. I said, I I want to coach football, (laughs) and this is the best way to do it. And uh, didn't go over very well with the deans at the school at the time. But anyway, uh, at least it was real. Um, So, yeah, so I started coaching at Nelson County while I was attending the University of Virginia. And um, it's in Billy, you know, Got me started. And now, who was the head coach? Billy there? League. Billy and, League. And his father was a legendary coach there, Sherman League, for years. And so, and so Billy ended up being there 25 years or more. You know, he coached for many years after I left. Um, but yeah, I started out coaching with him. Uh, Vernon Wood was a legendary Amherst coach that had come back to Nelson and coached. And so I uh, started there with them. And then when I um, and then co- ended up teaching a couple years there and and coaching and then I moved from there to EC Glass and that's how I got hired with Bo and Otis and uh, all those guys really looked up to them and you know I've been fortunate then moved to to Brookville and uh, coached with Mark Lindenberg Mm -hmm. and um, you know I've been fortunate I learned something from every one of them. Uh, You played sports in high school? I did I played uh, throughout the high school you know career I probably played I even I played basketball in um, in middle school but um, not into high school Um, and then I played baseball and I played football and I ran track and but I loved them all. You know, if they had something else, I probably would have tried it. I really would like to have wrestled. Really? Yeah, I would have liked to. Having watched it and then coming to Brookville and watching the program that they had and um, the discipline that you've got to have to be a, a, a really good wrestler, I think, it intrigued me. What, what weight class would you have wrestled well, at that time? How big were you um, in high school, I guess? He, probably. I wasn't 160 pounds. Really? You know, maybe. Um you typical young set graduated seventeen and you know mature when you get out. Since we're talking about football, what position did you play in football? Um, so over the course of my time playing football, I think I played everything but the offensive line. Wow! And I played quarterback when I first started on the varsity level. I was a backup quarterback. And then I moved to receiver um, and played that defensive back. Played uh, every every special team. You know, never came off the field. So you were a space guy. You were out in space a lot of the time. Yeah. Yep. Probably because of your size. That's right. Were you fast? Were you? Uh, I don't know that I was really fast. Um, probably, you know, certainly not compared to a lot of my peers. But um, I seemed all. I seemed to. You know, I got to play a lot. So I, I assume I was doing something right. Yeah. I got myself in the right position. Uh, loved the game. I, you know, wanted to know what everybody's job was. What was and how it all worked. 
So uh, well, that maybe, fits maybe with that what helped. you're doing now. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Yeah, running the school system's not a whole lot different than running a, a you know a football program. You know, you got to be uh, clear in what it is you want to do. You got to be able to see it. You got to know what you you know. Um, what you want, you make it very clear to people what those expectations are, and then you support them and, and help them. Uh, you know, and then you watch it and you monitor it and you pay close attention to it and you get feedback, and then you start all over. How about uh, impactful coaches? Uh, maybe you played for an impactful coach, mm-hmm. maybe you coached beside some, maybe uh, you coached against some. Mm-hmm. Um, can you can you name any? I mean, there's sure. probably a bunch, but it, yeah, um, you know, and I, and I hope that I'm not, I'm sure. No, no, just I leave leave out someone, but I will say as I shared, one of the reasons I got into coaching was because of my high school football coach Billy League, and um, he was very impactful in um, the experience that we had playing together um, and what he did, um, and I and and I wanted to to continue that. I wanted to be able to do something like that. So, um, and then. Obviously, when my time at Nelson was done and I moved to, to uh, Lynchburg and I didn't know anyone, and Bo gave me a chance as a young coach, and that was, that was important. And then to be on that, on that level, um, being around you know, Joel Hicks at, at Pulaski, and, you know, and, we, and, then, and then when we were at, at Glass, we traveled to the beach and played against you know, some of the, the big-name coaches on the, at, at, at the beach. And then... Um, so and, and like I said, coaching with uh, with Bo and Otis and those guys were really um, a positive, you know, influence on my career. And you know, and then I and then I moved to Brooklyn. I coached with you know, Mark was a relatively young coach, Mark Lindenberg, but came from a legendary family of right. coaches. And and you know, I learned something from every one of those guys that I that I put into play in the program that I, uh, you know. That that I ended up running the first time I, I walk we go to Salem and play Willis White, you know that's a little intimidating, yeah. you know, and and you learn a lot. And then and then him, uh, I'll never forget. They lit us up that first night. I don't remember the score when we played them down there. My first time that I played against them, um, that was during that run where they were just you know winning everything. But I'll never forget Willis saying to me. Um, he had scouted us the week before we played Western. And I'm not sure they had played a game. I can't remember, but it was real early in the season. Yeah. It, was, it was their second game, maybe their first. But he didn't tell me before, but he told me afterwards. He said, look, he said, I watched your boys last week, and he said, you, they didn't look like they had any legs. He said, be careful. He said, don't burn them out too quick. And we did. We were, we were conditioning probably too hard. Wow. And, you know, but just to say something like that to me as a young head coach was you know, impactful. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I've been, man, I, I got to see a, a lot of what you're talking about legends over the years. Yeah. And, and I appreciated, you know, competing against them um, and, you know, every time. All right, welcome back. Uh, I tell you, I love hearing uh, Coach Johnson. Um, he's just one of those guys that gets it and... Uh, like I said, he's the superintendent of Campbell County, uh, superintendent now. And, uh, you know, love to see the coaches just keep moving on. And although I'd love to, I, I wish he was still coaching. He's not, yeah. he's not, he's not a, very old. No. I mean, but, uh, but anyways, um, thanks so much to Coach Johnson for doing that. And, uh, all right, uh, let me talk a little bit about Fuzzy Pickle. What an amazing yes. 
place that is, local t-shirt place here in town, uh, besides Sheets on Apperson near Electric Road, fuzzypickletshirts.com, uh, no spaces. That's how you get to them. Unlimited colors, prints, uh, no setup fees, design your own shirt. Yeah. I mean, no minimums. That's right. the thing that kills me, no minimums. Um, but just a, a couple great guys down there, great business, and we do a lot of stuff with them. I know, Coach, you, you do I a do. lot. Sean and Scott, those guys are amazing to work with. Mm-hmm. And like I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, one of the best things that I've ever seen done, Uh-oh. they have a sneaker over there that's made like the Converse. Got the Cave Spring Night on it. Anything and everything you want on that sneaker, they'll put it on there. Huh. And I know they've got a Salem High School one over there. They've got a the Cave, Cave Spring, Spring High School yeah. over there. Beautiful shoes. I'm and talking. they print on the bottom, so if you wanted to, you know, walk on somebody a little bit. No, why know, would figuratively? you do that? I understand. I yeah, okay. understand. All right. But no, beautiful okay. shoes. Uh, they'll do embroidery work for you. Anything that you need, anything that you want. Uh, I'll be honest with you, probably 90% of my wardrobe right now is from Fuzzy what? Pickle. So look at that. 90%. Nice. nice. I hear it's a really big deal, too. It is. Yeah. yeah. No, even if you go over there, deal. you're a big deal. Deal. Uh, big yeah. deal. I know. Deal. Ah, yeah. Deal. I got you. Okay, good. Yeah. Pickle. All right, let's jump into our Jimmy thing. I, You know, people wait for this. They want to mm. know what's going on with the Jimmy thing. Let's go with the theme, Coach. It's time Jimmy, 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 for the Jimmy thing. Oh, that hurt. Whoa, Ooh, man, wow. that hurt. That hurt. That even hurt me, Coach. <laughs> uh, quick apology to anybody out there <laughs> yeah. on that last little note, but always good, Coach. Hey, so my Jimmy thing this morning is uh, – is very relevant to something that's going to be happening here soon for me. So it's a reunion and a remembrance. Today after the show, I will head over to my brother Tommy's home for a Whitaker family reunion. We will also celebrate what would have been my mom's 92nd birthday. It's hard to believe she's been gone for nine years. Mm. This year, we will be eating fried chicken. It will be good, I'm sure, but not as good as what my sweet mom used to make. I grew up having a family reunion almost every year, so I'm thankful that we have kept the tradition going. They're not as big as they used to be, but we're always thankful for everyone that can be there. I'm the baby of the family of six and feel so thankful to get to see my brothers and sisters, Tommy, Dorothy, Margaret, and Patsy. I'm sad for the loss of my mom and oldest brother, Philip, but I know for sure They and all the others we have lost will be smiling down on us today and every day. Hey, do me a favor. Reach out to your family sometime this weekend and just check in and tell them that you love them. And that's my Jimmy thing. about that? So a special thanks to uh, Bellasinos for sponsoring the Jimmy thing. Yeah. Uh, They have locations in Delville and Roanoke. So if you're there, tell them thanks for sponsoring the Jimmy thing and get 10% off your order. You know what I had for lunch yesterday? Let's hear it. Bellasino's the Bellasino Pride Pizza. Ooh, love it. Ooh. Yep. And you know what I got? Hope you got ten percent off. Ten percent off by wow. just saying the Jimmy Very thing. Very nice. Yeah. Great. Let's see if we all go in, do we all get ten percent off? Forty percent off. Let's yeah. Do it. Let's do it. <laughs> nope. I don't think that's how it works, Miss. I want to quickly clarify that so there's nothing happening over there with the Fortners. Yeah. yeah. Katie's not going to hurt us. Yeah, that's right. And she would, right. I think. Yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Five things you need to know about high school sports this week. Um, I tell you, I keep looking over. You know, I I, I want to look at different classes uh, throughout the next few weeks, but class three A. Uh, I tell you, Region A, Phoebus is 6-0, Brentfield District, I think, is undefeated as well. So those are some teams for our, our Class 3 teams that if you happen to go on from here, you're going to run into somebody over there 
like a Phoebus or a Brentsville district. So keep your eye on those teams uh, because uh, they're doing well and, and they're loaded. Uh, little number four, sports psychology for you. As an athlete, don't be afraid to speak up and be a vocal leader. Have courage, say what needs to be said. That's hard for an mm. athlete. Sometimes. It is. Not everybody's vocal. Right. Could I mean, the you, four of us are. Yeah, could end you up on the bench, I would think, possibly. It could, but then again, you know, being vocal kind of shows you who your leaders are. That's true. And sometimes you need to hear, you know, from your players and from people around you. And it, sometimes it's a good thing to hear from your That's kids right. and That's figure right. out what's going wrong and what's going right. Number three, I got to call them out, Hidden Valley Volleyball. Nice. Ooh. Can you believe that? What a season. Undefeated. And we know Dave Ross is the voice of the Hidden Valley Titan girls over there volleyball. He's uh, He calls the games, but, man, undefeated. What do you think about that, Dave? That's uh, that's an amazing season. Amazing no, amazing it feat. It is. And uh, Now, they did have a – it was interesting the other night. I think they were playing Christiansburg, and they gave them a decent battle. But, uh, you know, they're – 23-0, and 0, it, it, that, that's hard to beat. But, you know, when we think of uh, Hidden Valley, you also got to give uh, kudos Glenver. Absolutely. And Lord Bonnetot is very good. So there's a lot of, and PH is, is, is I mean, there's a lot of good volleyball uh, teams in the area. And just so folks know, I do the PA. It's not where I'm doing play-by-play of uh, Hidden Valley. Right. Absolutely. And you do a fine yeah. job. All right. <laughs> yeah, job. All right. Yeah. Number two, Central Virginia, seven teams undefeated. Highland Springs, Verina, Trinity Episcopal, uh, Thomas Dale, Louisa County, and Thomas Jefferson. Wow. I mean, that's got to come to a head here pretty soon, I would think. Yeah. Uh, but that's seven teams right there in the Richmond area that are undefeated. Need to keep an eye on. And then number one, I'll just go back to this. I mean... You know, I lost my father a couple of years ago, but for um, Marcel Baylor to lose his dad this week, yeah, um, and at such a young age, that that's just big, and our hearts go out to him and the whole Radford community um, for that loss. That's just, sure. uh, and, and and it's great that he had such a big game the other night. I mean, I'm sure that was to honor his dad, right? And his and like Coach said, his you know his brother is also a assistant coach on the team, so uh, our hearts go out to the the whole Baylor the whole Baylor family. You know, a lot of times people. People fail to forget that, you know, these guys show up week in, week out. They play against each other, and they take on one another, and they battle in the trenches. But at the end of the day, we're a family. Yeah. We're a community. And we look after each other, and we take care of each other. And that's, you know, that's the thing you have to look at. And, you know, things happen during the season. Life happens. And in a moment's notice, your season can change and this young man's season changed, you know, and, and we're in seasons, you know, and the good book tells us, you know, there's a time to live and there's a time to die. And we go through seasons. And right now he's in a very tough season. So when you uh, when you hit your knees tonight and you look up, throw a prayer up for this young man. This young man could use one right now. Love it. Love it. Great, great comments there. Uh, all right. I'm going to, before we do the great eight debate, I'm going to give you the top ten for all three classes, according to the Virginia High School League points. And that was coming into this weekend. So okay. prior to this weekend's games, Group A, number one, Essex, 7-0. and Number two, Riverheads climbed their way back up. Yeah. Number three, Central Lunenburg. Four, Patrick Henry Glade Springs. Five, Grayson County. Six, a tie, Buffalo Gap and Rye Cove. Mm. You know, Rye Cove is a team that, 
you know, I've heard several coaches around here call out. When they say who's hot, you know, we okay. ask them on the on the crunch, uh, who's the hot team. A lot of them say Ry Cove, which is really interesting to me. Nice. Yeah, they call them out. Number eight, Scalax. Number nine, George With right there. And number 10, King and Queen. Yes. So for group 2A, we got number one, Radford. Wow. Tied with Graham. Yeah. So that's your number one. Both 7-0. and oh. Now they're both 8-0. Uh, number three, Thomas Jefferson. We just talked about them out of Richmond. Uh, four is Martinsville. Great season there. Number five, Luray. Six, Ridgeview. Seven, Stroudsburg. Number eight, Central Lunenburg. Or actually, Central Woodstock. I'm sorry. Number nine, Buckingham County. And number 10, Pocosin. So, okay. interesting mix there in group 2A. Number or for group 3A, this one starts to involve more of our local teams. Number one, LCA. Liberty wow. Christian, wow. Number two, Phoebus. Now, those two squared off last year in the state finals. They if, did. If that works out the way this has it drawn, they could see each other again. Number three, Lake Taylor, uh, who dropped down from 4A to 3A. They're always tough. Number four, Heritage Lynchburg. Number five, Lord Botetot. Uh Tied for number five, Lafayette. Those two squared off uh, in a playoff uh, mm-hmm. or in a uh, championship bout uh, a little while back. Uh, number seven, Stanton. Number eight, Icy Norcom. Number nine, Brentsville District. Ten, Southampton. And then I'll go a little further just because we have teams involved. Number 11, Christiansburg. They just lost this week. And then number 12, Brookville. Okay. They've got to win. Uh, group 4A, Dinwiddie, number one. Number two, Kings Fork. Also at number two, tied Verina. Man, Verina, I'm telling you, they're, they're tough. Yeah. Uh, number four, Loudoun County. Number, let's see, number five is Tuscarora. How about that, Jimmy? Tuscarora. Loves to say that. that. Uh, Number six, we got Warwick. Number seven, King George. Uh, Also undefeated there. Number eight, EC Glass. Number nine, Salem. Can you believe Salem's at number nine? I know. All those teams in front of Salem and EC Glass. Uh, unbelievable. And then number 10, Kettle Run. Those are That's a great list right there. All good programs, all good teams. That's going to be quite a battle uh, to the state championship uh, if those guys all survive. Group 5A, number one, Highland Springs. Number two, Green Run. Three, Stonebridge. Four, Maury. Six, Kempsville. Seven's Mountain View. Eight, Frank Cox. Number nine, Woodside. And then number 10, Midlothian. Okay. So... And then uh, Group 6A, we've got Freedom, uh, number one. We've got Lake Braddock, number two. Uh, number three, Oscar Smith. Don't bet against Oscar Smith. No. They're always there. Number four, we've got Battlefield. Number five, Fairfax. Six, Manchester. Seven, Thomas Dale. Eight, West Springfield. Number nine is Patriot. And number 10 is Westfield. And then uh, at number 11, prior to this weekend, was Franklin County. So they'll probably drop a little bit since they since they got beat by William Fleming. So, all right, I wanted to set all that up so now we can do the grade eight debate. Oh, let's do it. Now, these are our teams in our area. These are the crunch teams out of the 38 crunch teams. So this is our our list. So I'm going to read mine. And these guys have jumped in and out for me at number eight. Patrick Henry back in my top eight. Okay. At six and two. Number seven, North Cross moving up a spot. Number um, six, Lord Botetot. At seven and one. Number five, I've got EC Glass. Number four, Heritage. Number three, Salem. Two, Radford, surviving that scare from Floyd County. And then number one, LCA. 
All right, guys, what do you think over here? Uh, wow. I got Dave Ross nodding. He he likes it. I, what? No debate? Well, I love it. You know, if I'm going to put any teams in or take any teams out, the teams I'm going to put in are maybe from uh, the Seminole, the SEC. Oh, here he goes. And, but I think that 7 and 8, I think that PH, I think you're spot on with that this week. I think PH had a good, you know, statement win last night. North Cross has been, you know, doing extremely well. Um, you know, you could see us, you know, an Amherst up in there. You could see, you know... Some of these teams, so no, I don't. I believe it or not, I don't have that much of an issue. That's what agreement wow. sounds like, guys. Yes. That's what agreement yeah, sounds it like. It took a long time to get there, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, Jimmy, what do you got? Hey, I I'm sticking with you. I'm good on it. No no problems. You got my uh, Liberty Christian Academy Bulldogs at number one, and which if it's there, I feel I feel comfortable about your. Pick They're so yours. Far. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Look at that. Is it because that's the only uh, voice he can do? Is that, that what's is going correct. on? <laughs> Dave, how are, how is your list? Is your list in there same way? Yeah, pretty much the same. I uh, I don't think there's any question that you have to go along with LCA and Radford because they've they've shown that they can do it. Uh, you know, and Glass, very impressive. They are. Bonneton's been good. Uh, yeah. Salem is coming on. And... Uh, you could also make a a case for sneaking in there, Floyd, because they uh, yeah, you know, absolutely, they, uh, yep, they've done a good job, and it, you know that's a game it could have gone either way. So, but for the most part, I am uh, I'm very much uh, appreciative of the job that you did in in putting together your grade eight. Wow, we need a poll buster. And Floyd County could be the poll buster. This Floyd week. County could be the poll buster, no doubt about it. That's a good call out. They. Uh, Coach Beal is doing a great job this year, and he does a great job every year. He does. Hey, want to remind everybody before we get off the air today, uh, if you're looking for some good high school basketball action, yeah, over at Cave Spring today, the Adam Ward Classic, and and we have a, a really you know a strong connection with Adam Ward. Adam Ward was taken from us in a violent act years ago. Uh, worked over at Channel Seven, but a lot of people don't realize he was also an intern with us on Greg Roberts Live. Mm. So Adam was one of our guys. And today, over at Cave Spring High School with the Adam Ward Classic, uh, Oak Hill Red at 4 p.m. is taking on Miller School. At 6 p.m., Oak Hill Gold, they're taking on Massanutten Military Academy. Former William Fleming standout Elijah Mitchell, he plays for Oak Hill Gold. Uh, former Galax alum Yurik Stoneman coaches Oak Hill Gold. And then former Salem Spartan and Roanoke County stud uh, Curtis, is it? Perry, Perry, yeah, Curtis Perry. Yeah, Perry coaches Matt Massanut. How about that? So a mission seven dollars that gets you both games. So four and six, all you got to do is pay seven dollars. Kids under five, they get in for free. But a lot of great basketball over there today. Again, Cave Spring High School starts at four o'clock. Oak Hill Red Miller School and Oak Hill Gold and Massanut Military Academy. That's great. So if you had 14 bucks and I met you over there, Coach, we could both get in? We could both get in. I love it. I like it. I, <laughs> I like the math. Buy, I, I like the math. I like some popcorn, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, let me talk about next week's uh, matchups. Um, again, uh, if, if you guys hear anything that really jumps out at you, you know, say it out loud because uh, these are, I mean, these are getting to be, they're all important, but these are really getting to be important here towards the end of the, end of the season. Franklin County at Lord Botetot. Yeah. 
That one's going to be a yes. good one. That's bull on bull. There. That is. Uh, Stan River at William Fleming. Okay. These are these are two teams on the same direction right now. You feel like they're on the same course, and this is going to be a good game. This just yep. feels like a dogfight next yep. week. Northside at William Byrd. Okay. Be a good one. Yeah. Uh, Christiansburg at Cave Spring. This is going to be interesting because how bad did this week's loss to PH sting and how bad did the Salem loss for Cave Spring sting? So we're going to see who got stung the worst this week and mm, see mm-hmm. what they could do next week on somebody. Yeah. Got Patrick Henry at Pulaski. Okay. Salem at Hidden Valley Thursday night. Okay. So that one's uh, interesting. That's an early game. You can get an extra game in if you get over there Thursday night to watch uh, Salem at Hidden Valley at uh, Bogle Field. Glenver at Radford. Okay. It's going to be a dogfight. It's a good one yeah, right I'm there. telling you. Carroll County at James River. like that matchup. Um, Rona Catholic was supposed to play Bland County, but Bland County canceled their season, right. so that yes. they'll be idle. Uh, North Cross at Hargrave. Okay. Got LCA at Amherst County. Oh. LCA's wow. got some speed. Yes. Amherst County's got some uh, fight in them, so. Yeah. Jimmy's making faces over here, well, so. Yeah, I mean, it'll it, it'll be a good game, good SEC game, but I think we know the outcome. Oh, look at that. Did you steal the crystal ball? What happened? Wow, you know? He's got some crystal over there himself. Man, look at that. Can somebody let the coach from Amherst hear that yeah. clip right there? You know, used for coach, locker room talk. Yes. Christmas might not like that. All right, EC Glass at Brookville. That'll oh, be a good one. Yes. That's a good one right there. Yeah. Jefferson Forest at Rustburg. I like that game. Uh, Liberty Bedford and Heritage. Okay. Uh, Nelson County at Alta Vista. Alta Vista should get that one. Yeah, you feel like. Yeah, I feel like they might get their first win, but they've got to play. Yeah. William Campbell at Appomattox. That's always a tough draw. Right. Uh, Graham at Blacksburg. Okay. Um, Making the trip over there, the G-men. Floyd County at Allegheny. That's an interesting match. That's an interesting matchup there. Floyd County's got to bounce back from that really tough loss. Uh, And Allegheny's pretty good. Uh, Giles was supposed to play Auburn. That they'll be idle because right. Auburn's finished their season. Uh, Covington at Eastmont. We got Craig County at Narrows. Uh, Grayson County at George With. Now that one I like. Grayson County's That's undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George With has three losses. They're five and three, but they're you know they beat Galax. Right. Uh, so this one's going to be an interesting battle. Coach uh, Coach Harner does a good job there yeah. at George With. Uh, and Stephen James is the coach down at uh, Grayson County, who was formerly at Pulaski County. Uh, we got West Stokes at Galax, Fort Chiswell at Taswell, and then James River at Carroll County. You know, you made reference to Auburn there. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of these schools, they don't have a lot of kids that come out and play ball. And they start the season, they have just enough or maybe one or right. two more, and then a couple injuries and some illness and some sickness get into the team. And next thing you know, their season's over, and that's what we're running into right now. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It you is. Know, it's, uh, some of the smaller schools run into that situation yeah. from time to time. So, um, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Well, it always amazed me over at Rona Catholic that, you know, Catholic has that team. It's always a smaller team. Yeah. And then one year you have, you know, all these kids come out, they graduate, then the next year you're right back down to that right. smaller team again. And it's just the way the numbers work. So... Well, in the private schools, you see some young kids play. I mean, the eighth graders. We've seen some eighth graders out there playing. So, I mean, it's the difference between an eighth grader and a senior is a lot. No, my first year over at Catholic, I had to have waivers for seventh graders to play 
because I didn't have enough kids wow. to play ball. So I had to go and get waivers. Seventh graders. Seventh graders, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Dude, you're tough, man. I, let me tell you, you got to have them. got to have the players. All right, so Dave Ross and the team, uh, the Crunch team, make sure you tune in today uh, online. William Fleming at Franklin County uh, at 3 p.m. So that's our game of the week, uh, Crunch Game of the Week with Dave Ross. Uh, tune in next week for five things you need to know about high school football. The Jimmy thing will always be present. We can't wait to see what Jimmy's got next week. Grade 8 poll or the Grade 8 debate. Uh, we'll have that present. Let's. Uh, we're going to have... Uh, Haley Toyota, Legends of the Game. Uh, we'll have a legendary coach, Dave Chris. Okay. How about that? Nice. Yeah. So, you know, great interview. Yep. Um, great show today. Thanks for your time listening to us. Uh, special thanks to uh, Dave Ross uh, and his team. They make it uh, the show great, uh, and we really appreciate all their coverage out there. Uh, it's good and only getting better. Again, thanks to all you fine folks for listening. Without you, there'd be no show. We humbly appreciate you. For Coach Randy, Dave Ross, and Jimmy Whitaker, I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's It's all all for for him. him. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.